You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Spend six days a week waiting for 10 a.m. on Sunday so that they can turn this man on and watch Red Zone as we get ready right now. Scott Hansen, host of the NFL Red Zone channel. For more information on NFL Red Zone, visit NFL.com slash Red Zone. 12 minutes of commercial freeze. Scott Hansen <laughs> starts now. Hi, Scott. Now, that, that is an introduction. I, I do a handful, you know, several dozen of these type of uh, radio hits here. That is an introduction. What, what are the young men's names? What, what, are, what are your boys' names? Okay, they are Abe, 15-year-old Abe, and 8-year-old Jude. And I'm telling you, man, they dance to that intro music that you guys play at 9.58. Well, I have, uh, I have nieces and nephews, and when we started the show, I mean, this is season 14 for us on NFL Red Zone. When they were little kids, actually, probably a little younger even than, than Abe and Jude, they used to call it... Uncle Scott's laser show because you know how the, the lasers kind of shoot all over and then yep. so they were like when's the laser show <laughs> so Abe and Jude if you're listening to this right now this one's for you courtesy of your dad seven hours of commercial free football start now and yeah. I want to Abe and Jude going oh that's man that's unbelievable yes I just got big points that was huge. That was, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Kyle, you might do the rest of the show. I think my uh, I think my career has peaked. That's so you've it. You've done it. I'm out. Very well done yeah, by you. Good stuff, Scott. Uh, Scott, I, I just want to, my, my question is not about your bathroom habits because, frankly, that's none of my business. My question is, you said you do about 12 of these hits. Out of 12, how often do you get asked about your in-show potty habits? 13. Because you have to because they ask a follow-up question about it. It is... It is the universally most fascinated, evidently, the most fascinated that a, a sports viewing public can be about the biology of a sportscaster that I've ever heard. It is, and, and here's the other thing. So many of those people who ask, and it's virtually everybody, think they're the first person to ever ask me, hey, you know, we love the show. Uh, uh. My girlfriend and I sit around and watch the game, and, and uh, we watch the show. And when we go to the bathroom, we come out of the bathroom, you're still talking. Like we, We're like, when does Scott Hansen go to the bathroom? And, of course, the, the famous or infamous answer is that, no, I do not take a break for all seven hours. I haven't taken a break in probably, I think it's been a decade now since the last time I took a break. But I also notice you never fully graphically answer the question either. Like, we're left to just sort of, like, imagine how, how, how that does get taken care of. And I'm not asking you to give the graphic answer now, but I've, I'm just saying I've noticed that. I've noticed you don't, Scott, you don't, you don't, you don't give the full answer. Well, no, okay, I will give you guys a little something. As, you know, when I know there are people that are listening right now that are, that are wondering, believe it or not, uh, 
well, here's the way to put it. My bladder is so conditioned, so trained. Wow. I, I think my bladder knows when, when it's Sunday on the weekly calendar. I really do. <laughs> and I dehydrate myself. I go through the process each and every week, dehydrate myself, cut off all liquids about two or three hours before the show, use the facilities. When you, when you guys are, when, when Abe and Jude are watching the five-minute countdown clock, you know, leading up to, oh, yeah. to the oh, show, yeah. I'm in the men's room at that time. That's I, when it when the five minute countdown clock starts. I go to the facilities, c- come back out, get ready, and I'm so conditioned. Honest to goodness, guys, the show ends with the touchdown montage at the end of the day, and then Sunday night football kicks off, and I drive home back to my place here in Los Angeles, and I watch Sunday night football like a fan. I will not go to the bathroom sometimes until halftime. Wow, that game, and and I can go right after the touchdown montage rolls, and and I don't, I don't need to. So it's it's pretty incredible thing. The body, the human body, what a wonder! It knows, right? Yeah, it's just like all the people who are like, I don't need an alarm anymore. I tell my body I need to be up at six thirty, and you just wake up. Like that's amazing. Your bladder has done that too. Uh, Scott Hanson, NFL Red Zone, is with us here on 95.7 The Game. Scott, we have a unique weekend of football in that I think, and Kyle, do I have this right? Six games between teams that both have winning records. So is yes. that is that, I mean, obviously for the viewer, that's a great thing, but does it create any challenges for you guys in how much you're going to want to be at all of those games? Yeah, you know, that's a good point. But look, at we we can't wait for this weekend. On paper, this is the best weekend for NFL Red Zone games of the season. And here we are, you know, in week 13. This is the best weekend. I mean, you're talking Jets-Vikings, both winning records, both playoff position. Commanders-Giants, massive game in the NFC East. Titans-Eagles. Philadelphia probably maybe the best team in the NFL. Late window. Dolphins 49ers. Are you kidding me? I know you guys have already talked a ton about that. Yep. But that's fascinating contrast and styles there. Chiefs, Bengals, rematch of the AFC title game, both teams in playoff position. Uh and then uh and then other you know, other other games where uh teams have, you know, big records. Now that also means that there's some four and seven versus four and seven games right. this weekend too. But no, no, I'm I'm already I'm I'm rubbing my hands together right now doing research, getting ready for this weekend. But there will be times where either we're gonna have to go triple box if those games prove to be good, tight, competitive games, um, or we're just gonna have to be bouncing around as fast as we ever as we ever do. And I wanna let your audience know that when we get to this point in the season, when there are when we start getting into you know playoff scenario clinching time and whatnot, we do lean towards teams in playoff position and shy away from teams that, quite frankly, are playing for a, a top ten or a top five draft pick. But that's just the nature of the NFL. So you said you do a, a bunch of research leading up to. This. What does your preparation process look like? Are you are do you have flip cards for all these teams? Do you have just like statistical nuggets? What kind of prep do you do for for a standard weekend? Yeah, it's pretty in depth because if I was a play by play guy calling a game, you know, Joe Buck is preparing for two teams right. and two rosters and two coaching staffs and that type of stuff week to week or any play by play person. Where I've got. You know, I've got 12 games this weekend. I got eight games in the early window, four games late. Now, I'm not researching each one of those games to the level that a play-by-play person would be doing, but I do end up with our, our research staff at NFL Media, which is fantastic, sends all of the on-air talent 
a you know, it's like a 100 to 200 page packet on Tuesday nights, which buttons up what we saw from the weekend before and looks ahead to the weekend ahead. I take that packet and I boil that down to about probably about 30 pages of, of notes. And each game I will boil down to, or at least attempt to boil it down to one page of notes that I think are top shelf nuggets that I want to slip in during the, during the show. Now, a lot of times I never get to a lot of those nuggets because I, I, call, I, I say it's a little bit like a handyman going into a house that needs repairs. The handyman wants to have the tool belt completely full and know all of his tools that he could use in whatever job is necessary inside of the house. But when you get inside of the house, you find out, oh, okay, it's an electric problem or a plumbing problem or a drywall problem or whatever. I need this tool. That's the same way. I prepare for everything that I think might be interesting during an NFL Red Zone Sunday. But when we get into the show, the games dictate, oh, okay, it's important to know that uh, whatever. Matt Ryan has thrown the most pick sixes in the last three years in the NFL or whatever it is. And that's just a made up one. But I, I think you understand what I'm saying. So, yeah, it, it's a lot of research. I saturate my mind with everything I can think of. And then when when the laser show begins, it's huh. flying by the seat of our pants and, and ad limbing and reacting to the football as it comes to us. Scott Hanson with us, 95-7 The Game. Just a few minutes left to go, which means we've reached the portion where this interview will either become good or it will become bad. We've reached the witching hour with Scott Hanson. By the way, when did that nickname start? When did Because I have said this a number of times this year on this show, Scott. To give you a compliment, I honestly think our time, 12.30 in the afternoon to 1.15 in the afternoon, it is the best thing on television. It is the number one 45 minutes of television every yep. single yep. week with what happens in that window. When did that start to become a thing and take shape the way it has? Yep. Well, thank you for the compliment, uh, but it's, it's ultimately a compliment to the competitiveness of the NFL because it never fails to amaze us. You know, right. even when you know when I go to the witching hour, I show the scoreboard usually, and we'll say, okay, eight games going on right now across the National Football League, all of them in the fourth quarter or at the end of the third quarter, and we have one possession games in Cincinnati, in Atlanta, in Detroit, you know, and I list those. Sometimes there'll only be two one possession games, and yet somehow, some way, two or three other games find a way to become just jaw-dropping, you know, texting your buddies, tweeting about this, saying, can you believe that that just happened in this game? Um, so how did it come about? Well, just in doing the show, again, this is season 14, so the rhythms of doing the show, we would be like, man, guys, buckle your seatbelt when we get to the end of the third quarter of this early window of games. And we always knew that. And so after a while, I started calling it out to the audience saying, hey, we're into the period of time, which is, I just nicknamed it, the best hour in sports television, which some people may have thought was bombast or hyperbole at the time. But I, I was like, no, you watch this hour of sports television and tell me that there's a better hour of sports television, or in, in your case, in your opinion, the best hour of television yep. that, that goes weekly. So then after a while... So I heard on social media people saying, different people saying, you know, we call it the witching hour. My buddies and I in our fantasy league call it the witching hour and whatnot. Um, I heard Mike Francesa, the longtime sports talk radio host in New York City, he said that he and I think Brent Musburger used to call it 
the witching hour back in the 80s when Musburger was hosting CBS NFL Today. So the origins of it, like like any good urban legend, are kind of, you know, through the mists of time, different people credit themselves with it. But we're like, hey, let's just let's nickname it the witching hour. That's a tight little nice huh. thing. We can put a graphic on there and the audience will know and have a Pavlovian response to when that chime goes and they hear my growly voice say it's the witching hour when wins become losses and losses become wins and just talking about it right now i'm already looking 48 hours ahead to <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not about who created it scott it's about who popularized it so congratulations on creating the <laughs> witching you. hour this is all thank you thank you well said yeah well said <laughs> so so the I, i'm i'm looking at this at this stat here 79 games this season decided by a touchdown or less this season uh, the most through 12 weeks all time. Is there a team that you enjoy like following along with as the as the the slate goes? Because you know, like, hey, that's a 13 point game, but that team's going to be in the mix during the witching hour. Yeah, I'll give you one, and it's one you might not think of because they're four and seven. They've been the they've been on the bad side of many witching hours. The Detroit Lions, uh-huh. because they've had a top 10 scoring offense for much of the season, and they've had a bottom three scoring defense for much of the season. And so just the way you described it right there, that a Lions game can be a 14-point lead for either the Lions or the Lions' <laughs> opponents, and I'm like, that ain't safe. That, that ain't safe. It's not, it's not winding up that way. And, and sure enough, the Lions have produced – for better or for worse, they're not a team in playoff contention, but for better or for worse, some of the dramatic finishes. And that even kind of goes back to last year as well. One of the plays of the year, if not the play of the year, the 66-yard Justin Tucker field goal to win the game, mm. uh, Ravens at Lions last year, was partly because the Lions couldn't hold a lead. So, look, I, I root for drama on NFL Red Zone, and the Detroit Lions at 4-7 and seven have been giving us their share of it all year long. Uh, Scott, great stuff. What a thrill to have you on. Really, really fun. By the way, any, uh, any preview thoughts on Dolphins 49ers? What do you think? Oh, man. I, I can't wait. I, look, at defense wins. It still wins in this league. And the 49ers, the way that the, the 49ers defense is not fool's gold. They are the real deal. Number one in rushing, number one total defense, number one scoring defense as we speak here. But the Dolphins with Tua, the highest rated passer in the league, look at try and control, obviously, try and control Tyreek and Waddle, and the 49ers will win that game. And the other thing is, I think Miami's defense is able to get got at times. They're, they're decent, and they play complementary football to a, what's a lethal offense. And I think Jimmy G and the Niners will find ways. I think Shanahan will come up with some things to develop plays for all the different uh, diversified playmakers there. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see the, the, the Niners win this game and the Niners to go on and, and win the division. Scott, uh, again, awesome to have you. Thank you so much for your time, man. A lot of fun. You do just great, great work on Sundays. Mark, Kyle, thanks for having me on. Enjoy the weekend. And Jude and Abe, come see Uncle Scotty, 10 a.m. on Sunday. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> so good. Thanks, Scott. So good. There you go. Scott Hanson, NFL Red Zone. And, yes, cool points for Dad Willard. That was. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.